Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. So let's face it, all things media really is our business. It, it profoundly impacts really most aspects of our lives. And uh, and so uh, this is one of my favorite people to talk to. I've got a handful, of, frankly, some of the most uh, some of the brightest people in media uh, to join me frequently here on the program today. No exception with Warren D. Robinson, a longtime regular, uh, both a friend of the show and a friend of mine. Um, and uh, he, I just love having you on the program. WarrenDRobinson.com is his website. Uh, he's involved, a producer, a director, uh, involved in many levels when it comes to all things media. And uh, you can check out his work over there at WarrenDRobinson.com. Brands he's connected with include uh, Netflix, nationally syndicated uh, TV shows, and more. Warren, glad to have you back on the program. We're going to talk about uh, the, the media sites, a crisis of masculinity, leading young men lost. And you want to assign the blame to the, the messenger. <laughs> you're saying you're saying they're more than just the messenger. Uh, absolutely, they they cite a lack of masculinity that is leaving so many men lost. And I say they need to look in the mirror because there is a, a, a lack of masculinity, and a lot of young men are lost, mostly because. Media has led them astray and has taught them that everything they ever learned about being a man and what it is to be a man is no longer good. It's bad. It's toxic. It's uh, patriarchal. We need to get rid of it. So how, then, are they supposed to learn how to be men if we're telling them everything that, you know, it takes to be a man is now bad? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's a very complicated um, it's a very complicated issue, it is, but media has to look at themselves and they have to realize that they've been partly responsible for creating this narrative that men and qualities of men are bad. The qualities many men value are bad. Yeah, I think that's a very, very conversation. We live in this time where, where uh, you know, the idea of being manly is uh, not a good thing, you know, and, and – uh, uh, so hyper-defensive, uh, uh, femininity, femininity, easy for me to say, but I get my tongue bobbed, as Granny used to say in Beverly Hillbillies. But uh, they still glamorize it and still lift it up, which I, I think it's great that women are getting to do, or do respect and recognizing that, uh, uh, that uh, somehow they developed, it seems to me, a, a nuance around women and has gutted that when it comes to talking about men. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Kevin. Women have the best of kind of both worlds in that sense right now. They can be ultra feminine and ultra glam, and no one says no one bats an eye at that. At the same time, they can take the qualities that we used to kind of traditionally give to manhood, and they can have those, and, and nobody bats an eye. So they kind of get to choose where they want to be and what they want to do, and it's fine. Men are no longer given that option by mainstream media, right? We're not given the option of being manly anymore. It, it, it is, again, it, we're, we're considered toxic or whatever the case may be. We're not given the option to, um, to kind of outline the values that men of another generation used to value, such as hard work such as physical strength, these things which used to be attractive and would make men stand out, now are looked at in a negative sense. And so what's left for men? 
There hasn't been. Yeah. You've taken these things away. You said we can't promote these kind of old values. Well, you haven't given us new ones. So what are young men supposed to look up to? How are they supposed to know what they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to act and what values they're supposed to embrace if we're taking away values but we're not giving them new ones? Yeah, I think that's very important. And I think that uh, I, I, I'm giving a lot of cliches, it seems like, but I do that a lot. And I think that comes with old age, to be honest with you, Warren. But uh, there's, there's a whole lot of throwing the baby out with bathwaters. There's a lot of virtues of manhood that uh, I think have value, you know, standing up for what is right. Um, even even chivalrous uh, to those who, who need it, not just women, but people who need to be defended or people who need to be helped. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different ones that get dismissed to, uh, you know, too much, uh, too much testosterone or whatever uh, catty <laughs> remark. You're that, uh, yeah. This simply is not only not fair, but ends up fostering an attitude, I think, of ambivalence an attitude of uh, it's better not to care than to stick my neck out there if I'm a man, you know, and, and uh, you know, how does that help? Well, it doesn't. Listen, there is no doubt that there were certain aspects of the kind of boys be boys mentality that needed some work. We can all admit that, especially as it relates to, you know, some of the conversations maybe men were having about women or how they respected them. There are some things that needed some work. But once again, um, the mainstream media just kind of came in and went too far with it. They went beyond just teaching young boys about respect or teaching them how to or that it's okay to express emotion and have completely eliminated all of these things. You were talking about uh, chivalry. There are people who will get angry as a man if you hold open the door. For a, a woman that you see coming, it's, 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 well, what do you mean? You, can't, you don't think I know how to open a door? No, it's not about that. It's just about that's what we were taught, that, that, that's chivalry. Um, you have issues if men say that they want to, you know, provide for their families. It's this idea that you're somehow trying to say, oh, well, women can't provide. No, it's not always a negative. You have to let men be men. You have to let them do and, and achieve those things which make them feel good. And, and make them feel yeah. proud of themselves. Otherwise, you do get a generation of lost boys, much like the incel population, much like the people who um, follow people like Andrew Tate. And it can be toxic, and it can be dangerous because they, they're looking for an identity, and they're looking for some significance. And so we've erased what is significant to men. You know, my father and that generation before, you know, they took pride in providing for their families, right? My father's biggest gift was that he could provide for us. We never had to want for anything financially because my dad was a hard worker, and that made him feel good. That was what he, you know, we've taken that away from men. So we have to give them something to feel good and proud about. Um, and then also, too, we were talking, there was uh, the articles were talking a lot about how they're not forming relationships. Well, again, we can all agree Me Too and all these movements were important. We needed to, to reprimand and pull in some of that behavior. But now it's gotten to the point where you can't even talk to a young lady or you can't even try to talk to a young lady without possibly um, getting canceled or getting into some kind of trouble because, you know, it made her feel a certain way. So we have to, to find ways to get rid of the bad behavior but still allow people and, and men to be men. Otherwise, um, this, this lost generation is only going to get worse. 
Yeah, and this thing was going on even before the media became, I would call it hyper weird when it came to this topic and confusing and with conflicting, you know, approaches. You know, this has been a multi-generational problem for a very long time. There's a great book by George Gilder called uh, Men and Marriage and the impact that men have, our marriage has on men, uh, making them into better, better human beings, more successful, harder working, you know, uh, and, uh, Frankly, I, I think back of the book, it's been decades since I re- read it, but the media literally attacks all the virtues of what it does for men to become married. It attacks every single one of them virtually. And, again, I don't see how it does much good. And you said something I thought was very interesting in my own personal life where I opened the door for people where it just makes sense where they are geographically and where I am geographically when I go through the door. Um, you know, and I do, I don't even think twice of their gender. I didn't until now. <laughs> I now think and, twice. And that's like, really should I do this? And what's interesting in the old days, I would open the door for them and let them go through. Now I, I just make sure the door stays open for them to get through. I think, you know, what I'm saying is the difference there. Yeah. And that's because I, I don't, do. I don't want to look like I'm doing that for them. Which, for the vast majority of people, that makes them feel good when someone's willing to do that. I just don't want to offend, and I certainly don't want to fight. No, and that's a shame because we shouldn't think like that. No one should think holding a door for someone, whether it's a man or a woman, is something that could cause issue. We shouldn't have to think like that because it shouldn't cause an issue. I, I'm a man, and I'll be very happy if you hold the door open for me. It, it shouldn't Amen. be an issue, but it has become an issue because of our socially charged society today. But you know what? Um, and, and this is what I encourage young men, because young men are lost. And, and in order to find your way, you have to define these values for yourself. So you know what? I'm still going to hold the door open for you. And yeah, if you absolutely. get mad, you get mad. But I'm holding the door open because that's what my father taught me to do in terms of being a man. So you just have to get mad at me, but I'm going to hold the door open for you. I love that. That's a great note to end on. Warren D. Robinson, uh, warrendrobinson.com, one of my favorites. And, and it's funny because I think Warren's left the center. I'm kind of right of, right of center with a libertarian streak. Uh, but we enjoy each other so much in our conversation. And uh, we really agree on so much, which just makes me so frustrated with government because there's so many things we could get done in government that we don't do because they played like a petty game of I'm taking my marbles and go home, which makes it look like they lost all of their marbles. But that's another story. Warren, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. I'm Kevin Price. Stay tuned for more.